0: Welcome back, listeners, to another commodity update brought to you by the team from Macaro.com.au. These market updates are a short, sharp summary of what is happening in the agricultural markets in Australia. Today, you'll have myself, Andrew Whitelaw, covering off on grains and cattle, and Olivia Agar covering off on sheep and wool. This week, we will start off with the cattle market. All commodities tend to be driven by supply and demand factors. And the cattle industry is no different. This week, we have seen extremely strong supply impacting upon the marketplace, and which has resulted in an easing of prices. Last week, cattle yardings hit 80,000. This is only the second time since April that this has happened this year. And in fact, cattle yardings have never hit 80,000 in spring before. The numbers are quite remarkable given that. We have a declining herd, but the fact of the matter is, strong prices and drought conditions throughout New South Wales and Queensland are really you know, putting the, the force into making, uh, making cattle go to market. So, that doesn't really surprise anyone that New South Wales and Queensland are the two states which are driving the strong yardings, which are both up 31 and 68% year on year. However, alongside this uh, increasing supply, there is improving demand, with increases in export prices, which is really stopping prices from tanking too much. The ECI, or the Eastern Young Cattle Indicator, lost about 10 cents this week to hit a five week low of 504 cents per kilo. Heavier categories took more of a hit. The National Heavy Steer and Medium Cow Indicators fell, 47 and 48 cents, having hit three-year highs recently. Supplies are likely to have picked up in sales yards as growers try to take advantage of the highs. Now on to the grain market. This week I've been looking quite closely at the barley market. Uh, That's really been the main talking point with both consumers and producers. We have found that Basically, barley has been in a downward slide right the way through from around June this year. And if we look across the country, Adelaide from the start of June is down 19%, Geelong down 24% and Conanna down 14%. At the same time, uh, the premium for wheat to barley has increased from around about, this is in Geelong, from $10 premium for wheat to a $52 premium for wheat. We expect that uh, consumers will be looking to buy up barley at these levels. This is back to a more traditional uh, discount for barley, which makes it more attractive from a nutritional profile point of view. So I think it's the barley has come down in price. Uh, there's a number of factors around that, which we have discussed in previous podcasts. But I think we've probably... There's probably not much further downside on barley at present as we are now able to uh, price into a number of export markets around the world. I did take the time to go out and visit some farms yesterday in the Western districts around about the Ballarat area, and the crops are looking fantastic. Uh, we visited some farms which are probably on track for about seven to eight tons to the hectare, uh, which all things considered is a absolutely smashing yield where I did see a bit more volume on ASX this week uh, but largely the market is still trading around that high 330s and I expect we'll see a bit more volume next week as we come closer and closer to the expiry of the January contract. I'm going to pass you off to Olivia now, who is going to cover off on sheep and wool.
1: Thanks for the intro, Andrew. We've got our usual livestock guru, Matt, away in the U.S. at the moment, or is no doubt going to be doing some on-the-ground research on the Texas barbecue. So I'll be looking forward to hearing his insights on that when he gets back. Given that, I'm going to be doing the recap for lamb and wool markets this week. And kicking off with sheep, we've had East Coast lamb prices have been sliding down, even though when we look back to year on year slaughter, um, those levels have really declined. Um, And so when we look at the state supplies of lamb, though, in Victoria volumes have remained fairly strong. And because it's our our key lamb region through the spring, um, it's not really that far from last year's levels, but it's really kept prices down south in check up until this week when they found a little bit of support there. Uh, lower lamb supplies were expected in New South Wales this year of course um, because of the flock uh, liquidation that's been going on there and we're really starting to see that impact of that liquidation flow through um, to the lower flock and lower uh, slaughter rates of lambs in the north this year. So for, for November so far it's about 12.5% below last year's levels. It seems that those New South Wales lambs really came out early as a result of being fed So now, and really for the rest of the year, that tighter supply is going to be felt there i taking a look at prices for a minute and mutton hit a new record in Victoria this week and it's pushed it right up until um, being just within 78% at uh, 78 cents sorry of the lamb price which is an incredibly small discount um, between mutton and lamb. So the, the last time that the discount was this small between those two um, indicators was when restocking was in full flight and we're definitely not in that stage yet. So shifting over to wool now, and since that really volatile period during winter when we saw the wild swings up and down in the market each week, the wool market's been trading in a fairly comfortable 100 cent range, and we've even seen a consistent switch between gains and losses at the turn of each week since, um, since October started. Now this week that pattern broke away, where we had two straight weeks of losses, uh, they weren't large falls by any means with the the eastern market indicator drop just 25 cents but this has pushed the market towards the lower level end of that trading range now hopefully because it is the lower end we'll see some support show up at that level but with just three more weeks of sale until christmas recess there is pretty large volumes rostered for sale which may put some pressure on prices so we've been we've been talking to brokers and hearing from them that growers' stocks are starting to pile up, which isn't really a big shocker given the high passing rates that we've seen this year on the back of the price declines. So our wool analyst Andrew Woods tested the antidotes recently with an analysis piece that looked at wool clearance rates, and his estimates put stocks up around five to six percent on last season's levels. Uh, We typically see prices improve in the new year, so growers might be holding out and hope that we see some improvement then. Of course, there is a bit of a risk in this strategy that many are taking the same approach, so we'll see a lot of those stocks that have been held back offered up in the new year. That's it this week for me. Uh, Thanks very much, and I'll pass back to Andrew.
0: Thanks, Olivia, for those insights. Very insightful as ever. Our listeners, we only ask a couple of things from you you get this podcast free of charge and in return it'd be fantastic if you could leave us a review on your podcast provider or share this with your friends and family on social media um, the more people listening to it the better also if you want more detail on any of the topics that we've discussed today we have more reporting on mercado.com.au If you don't have an account, you can sign up free of charge and you get access to a trial of one month. And uh, as we expect, you'll love it. You can sign up and pay to receive the articles after that point. So we hope you have a good weekend. Keep safe. Have a good one. Bye-bye.